Okay, checking our levels here. This looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we sound good. Yeah. I... We're recording. Yeah. Queen, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know, man. This Is, is this the, the, the bad yeah. word beeper? We, we don't need that. Why? We swear. Oh, yeah. Then why did I buy this? I don't know. Take it back. I guess so. Guys, we swear, if that offends you, kick rocks. All right. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to What Ails Ya, a podcast about beer, the people who make it, and the ultimate question, what ails ya? Quain, what do you know about 1010? Well, I know it, it's good beers, but I also know that I like that it's it's in a residential area where I used to commute. I've been living here for 16 years now, right, in the same house, and it's been on my daily commute all the time. The fact that one day I look over, it's July 2015, wait, 1010 Brewing but I'm on my way home. So I know the fact that it seems like your neighborhood brewery. Yeah. Okay, for our audience that doesn't know, 1010 Brewing is a brewery in Orlando, Florida. They started, as he said, in July 2015, and it's right in the heart of Orlando, in the Mills 50 district. It's a great location, and it's an awesome brewery to visit for our next episode. And what I like also is when we say it's a nice place to visit, it's a nice place to visit away from what you're used to thinking in Orlando you visit, the the parks and things exactly. like that, right? You think so, of Orlando and you think of Disney, you think of Universal, you think of these tourist destinations, and, and really that's what Orlando's on the map for. But for those of us that live here, Orlando doesn't suck. There's so much more it's here. It's so fun, right? And I, I, I like that in the last episode with Central 28, we talked about that, saying food is building up. So there's so much that I feel Im- impact like with these breweries and I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun knowing that on my daily commute, 1010 right there. I know that Topher's right there. I know that GB bottle shops right there. And I know that there's a brass tab right over there. So exactly. It's the amazing. It's a great area. All I within love... a quarter of a mile. Exactly. July, 2015, 1010 opens up and it's quiet. It's yeah. there. But to be honest, I didn't visit for a while. Many people, I don't think, did. Let's be, you know, like it's, like I said, it's on your daily commute. Oh, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll yeah. get to it. I'll get to it. And we know in 2016, time flew. Yeah. I mean, us getting to January, where now we're doing this, time flew. Yeah. It's crazy that we're recording now. First time I was at 1010, I regretted that I hadn't been there sooner. I agree with that. Great grilled cheese. Absolutely. Great music. Yeah. I and, love that. and, these beers, these beers that Horace, that Mike, that Patrick are making there are exceptional, exceptional. Yeah. And I want to thank a certain someone named Zach Matchett that asks a question that you'll hear that's in Brutally Honest that I'm excited to ask in this episode. Exactly. So, so these beers, trust me, everybody, if you are coming into Orlando or if you live here and you haven't done it and it's on your list of what to do, make that New Year's resolution that we're in January to visit 1010 because it has great beers. It's a place right here in Orlando that if you haven't gone, you'll, you'll probably be just like me and that you should have gone sooner. Uh, but you're going to have a great time when you go there. Owners Patrick McPherson and Mike Wallace are, are great guys. They're almost always in there. Always in there. Uh, so we're excited for the next interview. Uh, Queen's going to sit down uh, with head brewer Mike Wallace uh, to talk about what's going on at 1010. And let's have a listen. All right. Here I go. Thanks, guys.
know if you are a Dinosaur Jr. fan, but... Uh, I was, yeah. Was. But I, I, someone mentioned the uh, new album and said I should check it out, yeah. but I haven't yet. So. Last three records... I mean, they, kept, they like, Jay Maskus keeps it. He, he stays very... He's consistent in everything he does, I feel. So for, for something like Dinosaur... I'm trying to even think. Like, even ba- bands I gave up on, like The Thermals put out a good record. Everybody's talking about Tribe Called Quest doing an amazing record. Yeah. And it's just like everything that was old is almost like new again and we're all like paying attention to it more right, I feel right. and it's just like it's kind of funny but 2016 everybody's like where is your best of and usually I do every day in December I, I count it down to my favorite album and I just did not do it this year I really had <laughs> couldn't, nothing couldn't find enough no yeah. no no and maybe it's uh, I'm busy doing the podcast and things like that but you know we're working a lot and it just was like no I didn't feel it I really didn't feel it at all so um, and I love talking about music because I feel Music is kind of like with beer, you know, like oh, different. Absolutely. absolutely, right? So some of your favorite bands are like, what do you, what do you kind of like listen to? Um, I still go back to a lot of the old punk stuff, um, rock and roll. I pretend to be a guitar player, so uh, do you have a guitar at home? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, three chords, distortion, uh, like some of that fun stuff. So, and so, where are you originally from? Like, where, where was home? Orlando, born and raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. O-R-M-C. Family still here and everything. Everything, yeah. So, RMC is that where you were born? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, me, Florida, uh, forty-two years now. I've been I've been in Florida forty-two years, and uh, hasn't really changed. I feel like, as in, like what what Florida is, but I feel Orlando. I love what's going on in Orlando right now. Oh, me I do. too. Yeah, absolutely. Between, and it's fun that I could mention breweries because you're in it, but also like restaurants. Right. And I feel culture is something. And uh, so, how do you feel about the breweries here? Like everything popping up. Oh, I think it's awesome. And to mention not just breweries, but we get a lot of people in here from other places, and they're saying they see that Orlando is not just tourism they're, fi- they're finding really good restaurants they're finding some good local music they're finding breweries which i don't think we were known for a few years ago. not at all and i like your walking distance from will's pub and right like you know you have little indies right there i mean i remember when will's pub was where i'm looking out this window right now you right. make a left and right. it's still you know it was right there at the drive-in i remember there was only like 20 people at that at the drive-in show and this was when in casino out was about to come out and they became one of the biggest bands of, ooh, we got to freak oh, yeah. out. I mean, now they're playing these festivals that right. I know even coworkers I have, they're rushing out to go see them in New York. And Decemberist played there. And Decemberist, there was only about the same, maybe 30 people, 40. Right. And I, I love that small town, like small town, like people are just, you could still move around at a show. Right. But still, I love those punk rock shows where you could dance Absolutely. and stuff like that. So in Orlando, how did punk rock, like, how did you, how did you find punk rock or, or the hardcore scene? Uh, skateboarding. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So skateboarding as a kid and some of the older kids uh, brought a minor threat cassette and was like, what is this, man? It's kind of yeah. like the first time you have an IPA. It's like, I don't know if I understand this, but That's I awesome. really yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, got into Minor Threat, Black Flag, a lot of those old bands, and it was just whatever, uh, old cassette player on the back of a skateboard ramp, and we would skate for hours and, you know, go to Murmur and try to find something cool and Murmur. fun. So. I haven't even thought yeah. about that in years, years. I mean, I'm from Miami Beach, and music for me was just... Right off the right off the beach, we had Washington, the Washington Square, and right. I worked there when I was 15, and all the bands were coming in. That's when like everybody was coming in, 
the alternative sound was just like everybody wanted it and it almost seemed like there was a lot of money to be had not like we see now with like indie bands or even like some even rap where every commercial you see on TV there's a ukulele being played in the background okay, and, yeah, and, yeah. You know, every every mom is like oh it's so pretty you right. know like this yeah. is such great music and now back then you're right it was a tape cassette that's right. how I really started uh, I remember when uh, when uh, Check Your Head by the Beastie Boys yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah. That you started that tape right there, and I yeah. remember by the time uh, Time for Living as like when you really pushed any trick you want to do. How many ollies can you do in a row? And then and then um, something's got to give came on where it's like slower, like da 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 da, and you just sat on your board yeah. and listened to it, and that was just like my favorite times. I mean, yeah. I, I, I do miss it. I do miss. Going outside, you don't see it. You don't see kids on skateboards no anymore. Way. No. no way. So you have kids, though, right? We talked yes. about so. Yeah, two. And how seven, old are they? Seven and two, and uh, they both have skateboards. <laughs> good for them. Good, good, good. And yeah, they go we're, outside. We're getting, we're getting used to them, but uh, yeah, they both have skateboards. So. Good, good for them. And absolutely. And they, are they listening to the same music? Are you raising them on the same music? Absolutely. Good, good. So we just got back from a little road trip and uh, found out they love the Ramones. So awesome. <laughs> yeah, we awesome. Yeah, beat on the brat was like a favorite song. Oh, for they the like trip. Tap so, their knees. Oh, two-year-old loved it. So, so what was the road trip? Uh, was there is there family up there? Or no, what? we just went to North Carolina to play for a few days in the nice. mountains, visit some breweries, oh, get well, out of here for you a little bit. And, um, we went to uh, Wicked Weed in nice. Asheville. We went to Sierra um, Innovation Brewing, mm-hmm. and they were they were really fun, um, really inspiring to see. They're They're not a whole lot bigger than we are. And they're doing a lot of fun beers and really cool vibe there. So I was going to wear my State of Beer shirt uh, in Raleigh. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. I think actually, <laughs> my wife has the hoodie on. She probably has the hoodie on right now. I love. I really do love it up there. Yeah. Uh, we were just in North Carolina a few months ago, maybe two months ago. And it's just awesome up there. Yeah. It, oh, wait, Halloween. We were up there for Halloween. And we're able to hit new breweries, kind of like here. Right. You know, it's just... You you breathe or you, like if you sneeze, a new a new brewery is popping up right, in, right. in Florida, not just in Orlando or you know. And I love it. I love the fact that here on this street alone, where you are in Virginia, you're right. We don't talk about tourism. We're talking about how fun like a street like this is, where you have you guys, right, and then Topher's right there, right, uh, walking distance, and then you have GB who just opened, right, beautiful. Um, and e- even the hideaways got a, a fancy go. beer list now. Yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're moving up. Uh, they're still Dolphins fans, but I know that. Right. <laughs> but they're they're but getting their yeah, beer. You can get you can get a get a good beer there now. So it's interesting. And, and again, and when we look out here, you you make a right. Now you have uh, little indies, right. and it's just and even Wolf's Pub now supporting the locals. You could say that. Like people right. always said, support your local music. Right. We are able to say support your local, local beer, beer you right. know. So I, I think it's it's amazing that we are what Asheville has. Right. What, you know, what uh looking at you know, like California, Washington, Oregon. I love it. I love it. And for me, beer we talk about the the hardcore punk rock scene and for me I had a record store and it was a lot of hardcore punk rock bands. So I kinda for them I respected no alcohol. Right. You know, a lot of bands when I had Inquisition play, uh I in which I think Jillian told me they're against me. I think there's a band against me. So the lead oh. singer of that, it's crazy that these bands go from like 
still being like punk rock and and now they're like these famous bands when she told me that this guy from she's like i think that's a singer of against me and i look at it is it against me and i was just like holy shit i was like (laughs) that's that guy slept on my floor i was like that's so crazy to me (laughs) and uh so it's funny to see that that i never was brought up on beer like my first beer i think was 27 28 years old and and now 12 years later I learn more about it, right. and that's the fun of this. I, 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 I would never, ever consider myself, I don't like the S word, the snob word. I'm a geek through and through. Uh, my comic book collection proves it, my music collection proves it, my, everything I do proves it. So for me, not drinking beer then, like being introduced to it was amazing, it was amazing. And now well, and, finding out and, what I like. And beer has like that, uh, kind of geek uh, aspect to it now. To yeah. where there's so much fun stuff to try. There's so many interesting things. Like you said, with the breweries, just being able to search them out and see who's doing what and all the new fun things that are coming out. It's really cool. It's amazing. In 52 weeks, we're doing this for every week in 2017. There's enough. Actually, there's enough for us to do another season after this. If we want to do another 52 oh, episodes, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure this year there will be 52 more that open up. You know, we, uh, like being able to talk to Jeff, the bishop of Central 28, uh, you know, they were our first based on music, everything, really everything we do. Uh, we use them as our first episode because of the album Nebraska okay. of oh, Bruce yeah, yeah. Springsteen, you know, right. where he had this whole American album and he said, okay, let's just go into the middle of America. There you go. And so that's how we kind of picked them as our first and just everything we do is geekage. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So what started you? Where did you, where did you say, hi, beer, good to meet you. And where was the path? Um, I I started getting into beer in high school. A friend uh, and I, we figured out we could buy the ingredients to make beer. We just couldn't buy beer. Right. So, Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. So let's explain that because I find this so interesting. Components to make beer. Right. Like, what do we need? What uh, do we need? Barley, uh-huh. malted, malted barley, hops, and yeast, and water. And that just so makes beer. That's it. That's yeah. it. And the and you, fact can, that, you can ferment other ways, right. uh, but to make beer simple four ingredients that's so, so funny yeah. it, it just i think you mentioned i think you were the one who mentioned it a few weeks ago that you said that and i was like yeah no shit like you could, <laughs> you could and, really and not to promote that to kids <laughs> you know but it, it it was fun to where we got into it and hearts homebrew that's still here like you know i found my homebrew catalog from 1995 the year before i graduated Damn. high school and it's really? like, so you graduated 94 96 oh, 96 sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yes yeah. yes yes no you're right 96 but, uh, i showed them they're like man we haven't printed those in like 15 years and That's i'm so like crazy. i don't know where i found it but it, it was kind of cool to go back but we we were so we got started in it i don't even know why but then we started realizing like looking at these homebrew catalogs and talking to guys in the store it's like we're putting coffee in beer we're putting cherries in beer we're thank you buying oat <laughs> chips me. and buying you know like doing stouts and stuff that you know you snag a beer from the fridge and you know steal one of your dad's beers and it's a miller light or a Michelob, and you're like oh man no wonder they say you have to acquire a taste yeah exactly (laughs) that's that was me too i remember when i was i think 18 or like well no i moved out when i was 17 so maybe it was when i was 16 and i was like oh duels i'm gonna try my beer and i was like hey ma i have beer now (laughs) and i remember going 
no, no, yeah, I'm okay without good. this. I was right. like, this sucks. Yeah. And now I, I don't remember the last Mick Ultra or Bud no Light way. or yeah, no, no way, there's no too, way. There's too many great beers. Yeah. That are easily accessible. Easily accessible. Yeah. And why would I give that money to somebody that doesn't need that money? Right. And I'm not being mean to him. I mean, sure, it's not, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. You guys are doing great. You have right. middle of America. Yeah. Trust me, you guys have that market. Forget it. When we're here in Orlando, when or even in Florida, you have beers. You right. have it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you guys have how many taps here? So how many taps? Uh, we have 24, mm-hmm. um, but they're not always uh, full of our beers. We, okay. have, uh, we try to keep a root beer on tap that awesome. my seven-year-old uh, helps me make from time to time. Get out so, of here. Yeah, yeah. His idea or? Um, his idea because he, awesome. he wants to be involved. So it's like, what can I do? And that's really what cool. What can he do that? doesn't get me in trouble so we make root beer <laughs> so do you want him to follow in your footsteps like you think uh, he could i don't care but at, right now he says he's, he's going to be a it. brewer yeah he yeah. tells his teachers that i'm going to be a brewer get out of so, here yeah. that's really so, sweet i like that so when we talk about like seven-year-olds they love to like mix match and they like to put things like components my sister and i we used to take everything that was liquefied in in, in the fridge and make it and kind of like a suicide right so so does he like talk about cherries for the root beer or things like that? Or? Oh, he, he always comes up with crazy ideas. Yeah. Gives me yeah. beer ideas. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? It's have like, you ever okay. have you ever done one based um, on his? Yeah, we we've taken some of uh, some of the ideas. So. Okay, and I know you do the case of the Mondays, right? Which I think is fantastic. Yep. Explain that. Every Monday we do a special release. Uh, it's usually a small like one keg batch of a beer. So. Um, you know, case of the Mondays. We figured a great cure for a case of the Mondays is a new fun beer. So it's awesome. Every and week, try to release something fun. So and yeah, I think this is my third week. I don't remember if we came last week, but yeah, you're putting some amazing, amazing, amazing brews out. And honestly, someone did ask a question, which we do every week. We call it brutally brew, okay. brutally yep. honest, and we'll ask it. But let's talk about some of the new beers that are coming out right now okay. uh, during the holiday. You had two. Right. Uh, the hot chocolate one, you put um, Yeah, we the did, and uh, Horace, uh, our other brewer, he's, he's been doing a lot of the treatments and doing a really good job with that. So Oh, yeah, so um, let's he, talk about when you opened, and right. then we'll get into Horace, because okay. I want to talk about that yep. for sure. So when did you guys open? Um, July 2015. So we're so. only a year and a half in. Right. How big yeah. is this? How, how, how proud are you right now? Oh, it's pretty awesome. It's very awesome, it's right? Awesome, okay. Yeah. And then, so when did Horace come in? When did he come um, into the... He, he started with us. Oh, so nice. He was, he was actually the first employee. He okay. started kind of hanging out like uh, a lot of us do to get in the business. Right. So uh, just like, hey, man, I uh, got the day off. Can I kind of hang out with you? And it's, yeah, absolutely. And That's awesome. Next thing you know, he was here a couple days a week and helping sweep floors and put the place together and we said man i think we found our first employee so that's awesome and so when was the first time he said i have this idea and you said okay let's try this well he he comes from uh i mean he's home brewed and worked at some beer bars so we had a lot of knowledge coming in and it was just giving him a little bit of freedom as well and And i i think i think horace and i are great uh in the brew house because I tend to be a little safer, more traditional. Right. You know, if I can brew just a great pale ale, I'm happy. Keep with it that. going. Oh, absolutely. right, right. Don't, and, don't, don't fix what's not broke. You know. Right. Like, and I like yeah. doing some of the fun uh, stuff as well. But Horace, he's he really likes pushing the boundaries. It's like if I can make a beer taste like 
we did a red velvet cake for our anniversary, uh, mm-hmm. one of our parties, and it tasted like oh. red velvet and looked like red velvet That's cake. Awesome. It was just like, I mean, almost blood red. So you had the blood red, white creamy head, and it's Love like it. so awesome. And and that's the fun thing about what we do is being able to push those boundaries, but have a nice, just classic pale ale that you can have pints of, and then do a hot chocolate stout. So <laughs> that thing was amazing. <laughs> and then um, the other one was the Spanish. Coquito. Egg, coquito. I couldn't yeah. remember yeah. our audio guy, Casper. He was, I know he had two of them that day. And yeah. I was just like, it tasted so good. And he's like, this is it. Like, this is exactly what it tastes yeah, I like. I think he really nailed those flavors. It's so. crazy. And I think this is a huge, huge compliment. And I'm sure maybe you've heard this before. But when I was speaking to Horace on, on New Year's Eve, he said, this is like Wonka's factory. And he's like the Oompa Loompa. Like, he's able to, like, <laughs> come up with this freedom and make and put components together in, in an amazing room like this. And I, he loves it. Yeah. And he well, loves and, it. And I think that's something to be said for maybe small business or creativity or whatever. It's I think if you let people be creative and if they have some something to offer, let them offer it. Yeah, and definitely. And I think that's what we did with Horace. It's... Um, yeah, go ahead, try that. Mm -hmm. And then it works and it's like, okay, well, yeah, go ahead and try that. And so we still kind of work together on the ideas, but again, you're giving him that freedom, giving him the freedom and he's been doing a great job with it. So how big, when we talk about Willy Wonka, we know he had many, many rooms. So how many, how many tanks do we have here? You're giving him freedom. So how much freedom can he work with? Like, what do you, how big is the capacity Um, here? Well, we we're on a three and a half barrel system. So a barrel is uh, a 15 and a half gallon keg. So we're, we're pretty small. Uh, but we have six, seven barrel fermenters, so we can double batch, um, and we just put in a 15 barrel fermenter, so nice. we put four batches in there. So long days for Horace and I, <laughs> but uh, um, it and it just depends. Like we do our schedule um, and try to keep some of our standard beers on our East West IPA, right. our Urban Trail Pale Ale, our Have a Cow Milk Stout. Yes. So we try to keep those, and then everything else is up for grabs so once once those taps are kind of full it's like hey we have an empty fermenter what do we want to put in there right and we'll just talk back and forth and come up with some uh some suggestions some ideas and the staff will throw out a suggestion and sometimes we'll try that and fill up the tanks you have a a totally can even that is your pumpkin your pumpkin beer correct yeah yeah uh love it because i'm not a pumpkin guy right so neither are we yeah (laughs) so that's why we did that yeah Yeah. but it stays on like it's still here yeah is that going to be something that just look we don't have to do seasonals is it are there punk rockish vibes here that you just say fuck it let's 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 keep it on or absolutely but not for that we saved a keg to kind of do for um like Christmas. Right. So that's true. Yeah, pe- people do like that. So we stashed the keg back. Um, Good. But when this one's gone, it'll be gone for it'll a little bit. It'll be gone. Bit, so. Okay. Yeah. Because I, honestly, again, I'm not. Uh, the pumpkin stuff, just, I know Starbucks is, they did the whole latte thing and people, they lose their minds. Right. Man. Every right. mom and aunt out there is like, got to get to Starbucks. I got to run there and they get their, their pumpkin. But yeah, for pumpkin, there are certain. So we, yeah. In neither one of, none of us, here we're really fans of pumpkin beer so we're like and that's kind of been our attitude with a lot of this the kind of punk rock vibe like we're gonna do what we want and you know if not we'll drink it so nobody else likes it (laughs) that's what i love about this place because i was going to see uh peter hook 
Uh, I was going to see Peter Hook of Joy Division, New Order, uh, my producer Jeff and I, and we popped in and to get a few beers before the show. And just, I always have sat there. Like, that's, that's it. You just walk in and just sit right there. Never really to go around this L-shaped bar to see that there's that record player with, right. with vinyl there. Yeah. Vinyl there. Right. That is awesome. Like, that is awesome. The, and, and another time, the first time I ever met Scott of Central 28, he had Husker Dew in his hand. Right. And it's like, here, let's... And it was here. It was and we here. Put it on. Yeah. And you put it on. And it's <laughs> yeah. just like, it feels awesome to be able to say like look i could bring this record in if anything we'll talk about music and then screw it let's just let's just put it on right uh and i think that's it, it feels so home even though it's it's a bigger place it's open it feels home and i love what what you guys do here and and that's what we like and being small we we want to keep it yeah. that way good so, i mean it, not it's good it's like, fun good it's fun for us mm-hmm. and i mean i think that's one of the things with all these little places a lot of the breweries you go into it is a cool vibe yeah it is it's not like you should feel at home right yeah i like the fact that we're talking here and if someone right now is like oh i love records i hope mike's there when i go there right i love that idea and you're you're very open and every brewer i feel is open to say hey i was just listening to a podcast uh yeah you know i want to talk about music i want to talk about your beers I like the fact that you guys open yourselves to do doing this. You're not hiding behind the, the tanks to be like, yeah, you know, no. I want to do this. I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I, I just feel every brewer I've ever met, and now I'm way into the double digits of meeting so many brewers because we're doing this, and they've been so open. They love the, they love the geekage of this. They love being a geek over it. So I, I well, because you have to be into something else other than beer too right you have to and then when you start talking to people it's like you find out and it's i i had no idea right i ran into uh bren at red light red light at uh, like a rancid show and he's like you listen to rancid (laughs) so i mean why i mean you know (laughs) why why not why not I, i didn't know and then we find out we have a ton of musical uh, interests in common and so it's like we go over there and talk music almost as much as beer i think it's that's i think that's what i talk about having beer it's either football like soccer right. uh that's it and that's mostly when i that's really how i got into it and just because every 45 minutes i'm having a pint right and and then my pints got smaller to snifters and that's <laughs> where i am now and that's where i like to be now like a, most of my beers i i'm a stout guy I really, darker beers are my thing. I never really liked IPAs until last year. I don't know why. I don't know if the hops have changed due to climate or I don't know, but I feel they're not as hoppy or maybe people are calming, calming it down a little. But um, really now opening my horizons of beer, it's been, it's been amazing. Like I'm really enjoying it. I think people get used to it. I think at first it's a shock. I think it it's a shock. The, like the first time when you're a kid and you are, you know, get to listen to minor threat it's like this isn't on the radio like i haven't yeah uh, unless your parents are into it right letting you listen to it no my mom's not yeah not at all my mom my mom tried to raise me and she was great she you know uh paul simon was like her hero linda rodstadt so i did grow up on the soft rock yeah there's nothing wrong with no not at all really good music in there i'll still put on soft rock if i could 
or what people call yacht rock. Uh, if I could have that on, I could do six hours of that straight on a Sunday. Right. You know, yeah, and, and do whatever I got to do. Absolutely. Yeah, no, not at all. Not, not the best when you're out skateboarding with <laughs> no, your friends. Never, but, never. You know, yeah, yeah, Dan Fogelberg never sounded uh, worse, I'm sure. So 1010, what's the name? Yes. Where does that come um, from? 1010 is, uh, is our address. Um, and so my business partner, That's awesome. uh, Patrick, yeah. we, we were talking and we... Our idea was to be a neighborhood, a community place. And we, awesome. we really wanted to be a place where people could walk to and want to walk to and mm-hmm. say, not only do I want to support these guys because I think they're making good beer, but it's a fun, cool place mm-hmm. in a neighborhood of yeah. well-established, really good place. I mean, we mentioned a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we're going to mention one soon. I'm excited yeah. to talk about So, but. Uh, but it's your address. So, yes. Yeah, so That's we, awesome. It was our address, and we started talking about ideas, and one of our friends came up with the logo, and it was just like, you know, the light and shine. Boom. It's like, that's it. Yeah, so. and I love your logo, because when I see somebody, either a shirt, sticker, uh, I know... I know 1010. Yeah, like yeah. that that bright red, the white border around, you know 1010. It, you know a, it. Yeah. It's kind of a cool classic look. And it yeah, is. when he came up with it, it's like, yeah, that, don't do anything else. That's yeah, right. I like that it's not 1010 or 1010, right. you know, T E N T E N. I like the T E N. 10, right. like the number 10. I thought yeah. that was awesome, too. And it, it's it's a good logo. Yeah. So we talk about what's around here. Let's talk about uh, Quantum Leap. Yes. Yeah, right right in the backyard. Yeah, Quantum, so. Quantum Leap, the winery right across the walking bike trail from us, which yeah. is pretty awesome because mm-hmm. being in Orlando, we don't think about that. But uh, when we were getting ready to open one day, we were here working, and like the wife and I walked over to Quantum Leap to have a glass of wine. and. She says it's like, man, this feels like Oregon or, you know, yes. California. Or Jillian and I said that. We said the same thing because we're Oregon wine drinkers. Right. That's it. Like, we love but it. We're leaving a soon-to-be-open brewery to go down a walking bike trail to go to a winery yeah. in Orlando, yeah. Florida. Yeah. It's like, it's awesome. this doesn't make sense. No, it like, doesn't make sense. Know. And what doesn't make sense is Matthew over there, Matt, he's family to us because our sound guy, Casper, he... He's in his family. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so Casper uh, is married to Beth, and Beth's sister Leah is with Matt. So, oh, that's awesome. So uh, at a baby shower, I was able to have some of their like cider that he was making on the side. Yeah, so yeah. it was just awesome to say, Quantum Leap. Like, right. it, it's great to have them. Really, you could throw a golf ball at them, and it's amazing that you have them right there. And that's been one of the other fun things. We love uh, Norm, uh, their head winemaker. He was over here this morning. Nice. And to be like the creative side they do a lot of fun stuff that we do so sharing ideas back and forth we've done a lot of beers in their wine barrels um so we carry their cider here we carry their wine yep um so it's yeah it's a really cool uh person to work with in the neighborhood for sure also i love that because honestly ladies if you don't drink beer uh like jillian is that I love a good beer, and Jillian Wood, like she loves a good beer. But to come here and for her, for her to be able to have a quantum leap of what she knows she likes, she could have a wine here as well. Absolutely. And that's not all you have on your menu because you have food. Correct. So let's talk about the food. Yeah. Because you have the best damn grilled cheeses. So, <laughs> but that, that's awesome. You guys have yeah. food here too. So yeah. Was that from the beginning? Um, it it was, but it was kind of mess up on our part. Okay. We, when we were getting our um, license done, uh, never done that before, so mm-hmm. we didn't know what we're doing. So 
uh, Patrick and I are down there. We need this signed off, this signed right. off, this yeah. signed off. And the lady said, okay, well, um, are you doing food? I said, ah, I don't know. It's like, well, if you're doing food, I'll sign. If not, you have to go across the street. And I'm like, oh. what does that entail? Well, you need this, this, and this. And it's all in your drawing. So, yeah, why not? I was, Patrick, why not? want to do food? It's like, ah, sure, let's do it. So, kind of, uh, and then we realized it wasn't that easy. We had to do some more things uh, yeah. to get through it. But, um I mean, she paved the way to make it look Absolutely. like, you know, yeah, she, she pushed and, us over yeah. the edge. That's good, know. though. That's really good. But it's been good. And I mean, just like back to another local neighborhood person. I mean, the, the spent grain pretzels that Old Hearth makes. I mean, yes. we just they're awesome. And yeah. to have just a pretzel and a beer to me, it's like some good music on the radio. Exactly. Everything's all right. Like, well, look, cool, I keep saying you know? we're going to keep calling it home. And I think that's what I I do love about this is just like 1010. It's na- okay. So now we know it's the address. So that's even more home. And it's, it's our just, nod to the neighborhood. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it here. And things are building. I mean, we look out this window, and sky rises or not sky rises, but you know, you got like six level apartments moving up back there. One coming at the end of the street. Yeah. Then there's so. that. Yeah, yeah. And then this whole thing is whatever I guess where Topher used to be and all that, all the warehouses were, I think that's becoming is uh, that, is some sort of, uh, yeah, residential. Just, yeah. They're building, building, building. Right. So yeah, a lot is happening here. Uh, lure, lure. I know they oh, do. Lure design. Yeah. Lure design awesome. is unbelievable. Yeah. Jeff's a great guy. Uh, we've and we're so stupid. We don't know. We don't know that industry. So there are neighbors and they come over here and have beers and we go over there. We're like, <laughs> we don't know what you do, but you have really cool cars. Yeah, so. I see like that that poster up there, right there. Right. <laughs> As a, hey, everybody, look. But uh, that's that's Lore, right? They did um, that or no? They Enemy Inc. did that. Okay. Oh, oh, so, of course. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. That but, does uh, make sense. But they do. They've done our three bottle labels that we've done. Okay. Um, they've done some some shirt designs for us. Um, right. And Enemy's printed those. But uh, nice. Yeah, we find out like we start talking to people, and it's like, yeah, Lure's doing our labels, and it. How, how did you get lure? It's like, you know, these guys are great. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they're our neighbors. Like, I don't That's know. That's awesome. And so, yeah. yeah, we feel real lucky uh, to yeah. be working with them. Like so. I said, Jeff's Jeff's great. Every enemy is great. Uh, like, you go to Record Store Day. Right. You know, you guys. We, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Record Store Day. That yeah. is my Christmas. <laughs> record Store Day for me is my Christmas. Uh, you had your shirts printed for a Record Store Day. Right. Did you have a release for that? or? Um, yes, we did. We Good. did. Uh, uh, we called it Long Player Alt, and we yeah. did a collaboration with. Uh, I used to work for Terrapin. There it is, uh, out of Athens, Georgia. Right. So Spike came in, and um, we kind of played. Horace did most of the brewing, but uh, Spike came up with the recipe, and we released nice. that for Record Store Day. And uh, it was good. the guys from Enemy Inc. They gave us a pretty cool idea. We did a shirt, numbered yeah. it, so we yeah, did a, a, a one slash one hundred. So we did a hundred shirts, and they. Um, I'm an idiot. Never got the shirt. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Because that goes in the realm of Record Store Day. Right. And to explain yeah. to people Record Store Day, April's coming soon, guys. Um, <laughs> and time is flying. Uh, Record Store Day is, seriously, it's, it's, it's so much fun to be able to get limited pressing of harder-to-find stuff from bands. And the fact that you played along, mirrored it with... A shirt that's numbered. Right. That's it. It's limited. When it's gone, it's gone. A and limited limited beer release. Yeah, and limited and beer release. So. I, I know it's, it's fun. I know Dogfish Head, I think they were the ones that kind of are now your beer sponsorship for it. Correct. But, yeah. but screw it. Like, 
go for it. Like you, you did well, your like own the, thing. Yeah, and it's, it's punk rock. It's I punk mean, rock. You know, the, but the more the merrier yes, too. It's like exactly. because it's bringing uh, it's bringing that to more people too. So it's like we had beer fans in here who not, knew nothing about right. record store day, and it's like we're like right in between two great record stores yes. so it's like yes look guys go check this out like this is a lot of fun it is a lot of fun and then they're buying we did uh you could get a shirt a beer uh seven inch just random nice um, you did a, a raffle seven. ticket uh we actually dogfish uh donated a the record, record player. player and we raffled that off awesome. here so you could get a little grab bag of it's like what size you don't get to pick the record so i love that yeah, yeah. And we had a like a record store here kind of pop-up record store set okay. up and um so yeah i mean do what we like to do and have fun and, and that's that, that is what i feel every brewery should be doing and i feel like you've done that from the start because like you said it's only been a year and a half right in july and that's crazy to me you sometimes it feels like a lot longer but <laughs> <laughs> you look back it's like man yeah this is going to be uh going to be another great year so and it is going to be another great year because the more and you know what i i feel like towards the end i like to do the brutally honest question uh-huh. but this one kind of falls into everything we're talking about and it came from this kid zach matchett uh good guy i've been able to talk to him about beer and this was on social media uh, okay. like i put it up there kind of saying all right guys we're talking to mike wallace a 1010 ask away be as honest as you can and zach said about a year ago it seemed the beers produced by 1010 would fly under the radar compared to other local brewers uh now your beers are well known and highly sought after for their flavor besides time in the market what do you think has changed um, that, I think a lot. I think we've grown a lot here. Um, water is one thing that yeah. is. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so we're we're paying attention to some of the small details that we didn't have access to in the beginning. That's true. Um, right. And I think Horace and I have really um, the partnership come come a long way of working together, right. uh, bouncing ideas, and giving him some creative uh, freedom and. Uh, keeping some of the other stuff that we do as well so and I, I i'm pretty sure he has those cards under his sleeve i'm sure he has his own little notebook that oh absolutely you, yeah absolutely that yeah. you had and i'm excited i really am excited to see what happens uh because the chronically misma- uh, mismanaged like that yes. that is a coffee unlike anything else like, like, so it's a coffee it's a red it's a red ale red with, ale yeah um with coffee but it's it felt not creamy. So explain it. Like I, I'm not going to be so, good at this. So we like working with other local businesses, and that. So this is another one. Um, Lineage Coffee Roasters. There you go. Yeah. Um, so we we met Jared when uh, uh, I was helping out at Red Light, and his passion for coffee, and he's also a beer guy, uh, but was just really cool talking through coffee and flavors and beer with him. And so we started working with him and he said, look, you know, if you want me to burn a bean and put it in a stout, that's fine. I mean, he's like, you know, whatever, but I'd be interested in doing something a little more creative and fun. Awesome. And, I said, and that's what we're into as well. So you, when you see coffee in a beer, you expect it to be the color of like a stout, like dark, right. dark, dark. I remember when I had it in front of me, I don't know if it was Avery, I think it was that night of the Peter Hook and I saw it and I was like, 
I don't think this is it. Yeah. <laughs> wrong, wrong beer. But then you <laughs> smell it. Coffee is in my blood. I have the tattoo to prove it. You know, my wife and I have a matching uh, French press on us. Uh, Stumptown is my favorite coffee. I drink it every day. Coffee is my blood. Uh, Jeff Brennan, our producer, his father is a roaster. Uh, Casper, our audio, we could talk coffee all day. So for us, like, coffee is, I'm shocked that the shirt I'm wearing underneath this Liverpool top is uh, the Department of Brewology. It's all about coffee. And that, you know, we think brew, obviously we think uh, beer. But honestly, when I had this, this was my favorite coffee, anything to be ever put in beer. This was, yeah, it's one of my favorites. And I mean, and everybody wants to say they have a favorite, but when you see the look, it's almost like it's so deceiving, but when you taste it, it's just like, here it is. It's a magic trick, and it was an amazing magic trick, and I love that beer. Is that staying on? Yes. Is that, that, yeah, that's yes. a year-round? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we run out from time to time, but right. it became and, a which staple. Because with tasting multiple beers and multiple coffees with Lineage, um, we felt that would be a great base uh, to where you could taste the beer and taste the coffee, yeah. and the flavors would play really nice together. And they so. do, and Lineage is fantastic. Yeah. It, even when we say... Food is popping up, and, and you know, I love the fact that when I say I live in Orlando, and I'm not being mean to Mickey Mouse, but he's, right. he's under the table, he's under the radar, like that's it. Like nobody mentions Mickey anymore, or Disney. People are coming here to try food. You know, Absolutely, if my yeah. mom's coming in here, she lives in Vegas. If my mom's coming down, it's not, all right, let's go to the park today. She's like, where are we eating? Right. And I love that. I love that. She's a foodie. And in Vegas, yeah, there's so much food out plenty, there. Yeah. yeah, plenty for her to do. But, and she doesn't drink. She doesn't do anything like that. Doesn't gamble. She just lives in Vegas. The mountains look great to her. Uh, but for her, it's just like she wants to eat here. She wants to learn more of what this culture is becoming. And we talk about Oregon, like Portland. Do we run away from this? People have been wanting to leave Orlando. I've been here for 16, 17 years, always one foot out the door. Right. Once I went, I went to film school, so once that's done, do I, where do I move? And I was always in New York working there, and my producer's great with me, and I still do film. But it's just a, it's like I, I'm okay. Like Jillian and I have a place where we could drink every day if we wanted to. We have a place right. where we could eat every day if we wanted to. So the whole building up, it, it's been amazing here. And, and I, it's cool to be a part of. I it mean, is. We're, we're watching it and helping it develop by yeah. supporting all these cool places. And the other thing from the theme parks, uh, people do come here for that. But we're getting a lot of people who venture out. I've, yeah. had, it, I've had enough. I can't take one more line. <laughs> yeah. I need to come just yeah. sit down and have a beer. And then it's where do we go from here? Right. And so as... Uh, the brewing community does we recommend everybody around us that's doing fun stuff and so it's like okay well i'm gonna spend the afternoon visiting breweries right and not waiting in line for another ride never but <laughs> they probably wouldn't come here just for that but they're here they're for here. whatever reason yeah you know family kids whatever and it's like i'm taking a day and going to check out real orlando and we hear that a lot people like this is way different than uh down i4 a little bit it is absolutely because if you look on something international drive whereas basically where i started understanding wow beer and soccer go together that's where i'd had to go to watch you know watch my matches and and have a have either a stella or a newcastle and be like okay like newcastle because it was early in the morning but now here well soccer is everywhere now right you could watch a live match even more than the UK can. They're shocked when I tell somebody like, oh, Liverpool's playing right now, and they're like, 
how? Like, you could watch that here? I'm like, you could watch all 10 games in one day if right. you wanted to, live. They're like, holy shit, we can't do that at home. <laughs> but for me here, I like this, that you could come to 1010 and have something very unique. Take a walk about a quarter of a mile, go to Topher, and still have that bells if you needed to. I'm trying to think of like beers where that's that's really you can get anywhere, but at the same time, so if like let's say somebody who's not used to beer and that knows I've had a Bell's Two Hearted, right? I like it. So maybe Ron over there at Topher has he'll have like the Oarsman on or something, you know, something where someone could be like, okay, I get that, and then whoever what they're else? with, yeah, right. they could get something that's rare because he does get the rare of the and locals. The thing, and the thing about those places with uh, with craft beer now, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I saw that. Uh, well, I like, yeah, that. Yeah, I like well, that you did the quotation, but a, you're right. A lady from New York was uh, in here a couple of weeks ago, and she says, honey, we just call it beer in New York. Yeah. And because craft beer is becoming it's a, a word. normal thing. Yeah. Right? We don't have to beg people to try it or buy it anymore. Right. But I think what separates places like Topher and GB and some, you know, some of the red light, red light is the people who work there that it's not like it's just another tap or right. you know their passion their excitement about what they're pouring when you the customer go in there I can't go in there without them pouring me a sample of something like mm-hmm. hey you have to try this and it's yep. like you just took we're the, the beer guys like you know we should know but they're excited about what they're pouring exactly. which to me makes the experience uh better yeah because sure you know I've, I've had a two-hearted it's an awesome beer I mm-hmm. love two-hearted but if you tell them that they're going to be like well hey you might like this too mm-hmm. and you, you might find something new that you're like oh, that's a killer beer like, anywhere you go now it, i love the fact that sure you might we we judge books by the cover um i like the fact that in beer we're not judging by the cover the name of it because you might like the name you might sure. honestly say hey i like the name but now we're going to give you a few chapters right in the tasting yeah here's yeah. that here's one sip all right chapter one was good the next sip Okay, yeah. Chapter two is real. This is what I'll have. Give me the whole book. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. they pour it out, and they pour it in a, they pour it in a glass. And I, I love the fact that everybody wants you to try it. You have Lando over there, Christian over there, Ron over there, Jason over there. They want to pour it. You have Trace, Joey at, at GB, uh, Sean Delaney. They'll, they want you to taste. Absolutely. Even what yeah. I love about GB and a lot of more places. Please listen to what I'm saying. The five ounce pours. Yeah. I think that's fantastic for two fifty three three dollars. You are getting just that maybe i just want that right now because as we have these 24 taps maybe i do just want that five ounce pour well that's the fun of it to try a few right yeah yeah and and we do half pours so you can get a full pour or a half pour or a flight and get smaller uh, samples but and then you took again the flights right for you guys this makes so much sense oh so much sense you're a brewery that flights i almost say it's a necessity to start off with that because of how much flavor you have in this place alone. And I hate to bring up the, well, I, I don't. I love Willy Wonka. It's one of my favorites. I think Gene Wilder's, he was the, the classic. The, the classic. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, the snozberries taste like, like snozberries here. You know, like they really, like, <laughs> honestly, the things that you do, it, it just, you, you, you taste it. And I think it's fantastic. Uh, so Black Bombers in the Night. Is yes. this is an award-winning beer here in Florida uh, at the uh, Best of Florida Beer Fest? Uh, we took uh, silver, silver. Metal for, yes. yes, and how'd that go? Uh, it was awesome. We're here. We're not big on the competition. Right. I know that drives a lot of the homebrew side and the professional side. Mm-hmm. But 
again, when you're doing coffee red ales, some of those don't fit into necessarily a category that's right. going to win an award. So mm -hmm. for us, we'd rather just do what we want to do. And we kind of got challenged by some of the other local breweries. So a yeah. little local trash talk. So... We entered three beers, and uh, and that one won. And uh, that beer is uh, kind of a fun one for us because we were brewing it, and a black lager is kind of cool anyway. Yeah, it is. You don't see that a lot. And to me, that's a pretty rock and roll beer style. It's, it's a lager, it's, but it's it's black. black. It's yeah. dark, and which so turns good. some people off. Like, I don't want that. It's too dark. And that's but, where the flight makes sense, you know? So, but we, like... we did that, too, for, uh, for Lemmy passing, because it was, uh, we heard the news of Lemmy, and it's like, man, what a more rock and roll, what a more Lemmy beer than a black, black lager. lager. So, Black Bombers in the Night is kind of a nod to, uh, to Lemmy. Lemmy. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, I... again, coming back to that music thing, like, mm -hmm. we're all here, Patrick, uh, Horace, George, we're all like, you know, Motorhead, just like that bass, it's so unbelievable. And it's, you know, one of those things that it's like, it's beer, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, like the beer can be that rock and roll as well. So, and so we talk about music and beer, and I want to see if he's paying attention. There's session right. ales. Yes. You're calling them endurances. Correct. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So, what is an endurance ale to you guys? Um, it, well, the, the term session, the more drinkable you can have, uh, you know, going back to some of the soccer, the English stuff, they would say all beers are session. Like right. they're pale ales, I mean, meant to drink all day. But as America, we got a little high alcohol. And then so some of the session beers, the term came in lower alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, so Horace and a couple of the other guys were like, man, session. Nobody knows what that is but us. It doesn't make a lot of sense. What about endurance beer? So we changed our session IPA to endurance, endurance. IPA. We've done an endurance porter. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're going to keep a line of lower ABV, but flavorful beers. Um, mm -hmm. And we think endurance is a cooler so, term. One I could drink every day is the one, two, three. Repeater. There it is. <laughs> so you have a repeater. Yes. Um, and you, obviously it's named after. At uh, the Fugazi song. There you go. Yeah. Because um, we did talk but, about but again, Minor Threat. Did they're probably not uh, Drinkers. still into beer. <laughs> no, I, I know they weren't. But no, uh, not at all. I, then. I can't imagine. I can't imagine changed, either. So. But uh, no, Ian sticks to his guns. Right. Um, but still, the fact that, good, it's your beer. They they don't have to drink it. Um, the fact but that hey, you named not, it. Not, you know, judging, but it's no, like, hey, like we all enjoy that music and yeah. I used to skateboard to it yeah. and brew beer listening to it and so thank you I mean yeah, yeah, I respect exactly. that you don't you'll probably never even consider wanting to try right. this beer but to us it's like hey we we appreciate uh, yeah. your art your talent so I respected yeah. that when I had the record store I did I was just like look I don't want to sell alcohol here let's not cause and people were fine with it nobody ever walked in going we where's the beer or right. you know where's, yeah. where's the liquor uh there was a bar a few like doors down from us that yeah you could go grab a beer there and then but come see the show where we were but yeah it was never it was just never a disrespect to any beer or liquor it was just like nope right. more respect in the bands and everybody that was coming to the shows so do we want to start naming brews after uh, like song titles or is there <laughs> going to be a fugazi trilogy yeah, uh, we're, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, well the idea is uh to have a fugazi kind of themed round of ipa so repeaters our first one it's yeah. our endurance uh low a low abv a lot of flavor 
Um, then we want to do uh, just middle of the road, like normal alcohol, normal IPA. Right. And so, of course, we're going to call that one Steady Diet. Yeah. Um, and then we <laughs> thought for a big dub, double IPA, we thought Waiting Room would be a cool... Uh, Love it. Cool double IPA name, so... Um, but the other two haven't been brewed yet, but we're working on the waiting room. So, mm -hmm. but at some point, yeah, we want to do have all three on tap and just That'd drive awesome. people crazy playing Fugazi all day. So, I just love this idea. The, the, for me, this is me geeking out. I love beer. Um, just everything about it, like talking about it, is just it feels like music to me. And maybe it's because I'm getting more nostalgic towards music and beer is helping keep the nostalgia because I could drink a beer and talk about one album. Sure. The yeah. whole way through that beer, right? And uh, even at a show, if I'm going to see a show, and that's a thing too here in Orlando, I'm realizing there's more accessible beers to have at shows and things like that. Yeah, so, the, a lot of the venues, like you mm -hmm. said, you see a show at Will's. Forget you, it, you yeah, are. You get any beer you yeah, want. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that. I love that here because it's, it is... Just smaller little venues, drinking a good beer, seeing bands, and again here, like even here, I feel like you could get away with a show here. Not yeah, like you we've, know, we've tried it, but we did a we did a punk uh, brunch and yeah. did Sunday morning cereal and uh, I love punk that records. Idea. Yeah, uh, but it gets so loud in here. We need to work on our acoustics before we really dive into the. Uh, it, it just you come in and it feels nice it feels really nice and i know awesome well thank you because we uh we worked really hard on <laughs> and i love the garage hoping doors. that people would, yeah uh, and i love the idea it. of the garage the garage doors i mean you just open them you can let the breeze in you can right. let that and i honestly feel in the spring summertime people just say it gets too hot but the way you have this position you can get that breeze in yeah and it's, it's still just bad. it's not that bad no because and, and it being goes on deep. the trail it's yeah, great exactly. we have a lot of people just walking the neighborhood yeah. yeah and when you have the door open and you hear the little music, music yeah. and people talking it's it's welcoming it's inviting it's like oh, let's check it out what is this so and then hopefully they find a beer they like. And you do amazing. I remember, uh, I think it was last week, Jillian was here. My wife was here. She's just working on some graphic design stuff. And she said it was busy. Like She, she was like, I'm just going to go to 1010. I'm going to work on some stuff. I kind of want to not be at home with the puppies and the cats. And she just was like going there. She starts working and she's like, it was busy. It was busy. <laughs> and here I am at work going, yeah, nice. And, you know, you. I'm glad the lunch thing I think is great. Yes. It's comfort. It's comfort. Right. We talk about grilled cheeses. You have your hummuses, like pretzels, pretzels. sandwiches, right? Perfect comfort food yeah. for the perfect beers that you have. Um, do you try pairing any of the beers with them? Um, we but have, but we're we're still the the food's still kind of catching up a little bit. So we're still trying to dial some stuff in. But that that is the plan. Yeah. Right. To have, to have like beer, uh, have food that goes well with our beers. So, and again, and the comfort. We'll, we'll end up doing beer dinners where we have pairings. Nice. And, okay. Uh, with the beers. But uh, the focus has always been on the beer. So now it's like getting the food um, where we want it with that. So and we hired Pete. He's our new, uh, new chef. And um, his passion is food and music as well. It's fun to go in the kitchen when uh, he's cooking. Yeah. Because you, you don't know if it's... Uh, um, going to be the new tribe called quest or metallica but it, it's it's great to hear how he gets uh inspired for work see i love that i love yeah. branching out uh, you know even being able to talk uh music even with brewers it, it's fun to hear 
them talk about maybe Public Enemy, right. along with a Metallica, a Tribe Called Quest, with with, uh, or if we say even Megadeth or, or you what know, what was that? Wasn't there an album that it was all like rap and metal collaborations? Uh, the Judgment Night soundtrack was yes. like Booyah yeah. Tribe with, damn, okay, remember House of Pain with, with Helmet. Uh, there was just another victim. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the Sonic Youth with De La Soul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And then, te- oh, Teenage Fan Club De La Soul with Fallen. But I'm not going to sing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that soundtrack, which Record Store Day, they put it on vinyl. The last Record Store oh, Day, man. yeah, 2016, they put that on vinyl. And I never was able to find it. I got to Park Ave the next day. That was the first Record Store Day ever I didn't go live in line waiting. I remember, I think I was out of town we got back that that next morning and i went the next day and i was able to get matthew sweet's alternative girlfriend um trying to think but oh forget it i i, I love love like record store day yeah. that is that's it I, I again that's my christmas i think for myself i could bring 200 dollars and be like i feel okay doing this it's about records yeah, do you still okay. collect records though um i'm starting to get back into yeah. it from here it's so, easy to do right now. Yeah. It's crazy. Again, whatever was old is new again. Like records now, or it's either you're on iTunes getting your music, sure, or vinyl. But uh, yeah, CDs are dying down. But the the vinyl comes with the digital, digital download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It still have the uh, convenience of this being on my phone. Uh, but, you know. it, it, it sucks when you always hear people go, "Damn, I mean, vinyl's so expensive though." Right. You're getting two formats right. of it. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. And like, with the excitement of having open it up mm-hmm. and looking at the record and Love reading it. the insert. I mean, you want, that's one yeah. of the things like has almost gone, if yeah. not vinyl, because who buys CDs anymore? Nobody. Cassettes. That was the best thing. Like, what did they put in this foldout? Like, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. You get yeah. a little bummed. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's just a little J, like no writing in yeah. there, no a nothing. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, when you look at vinyl, just opening it, the fact that everybody wants to do colored vinyl, I just uh, got the Twin Peaks soundtrack. It's probably my, one of my most listened to albums of all time. And the fact that it was on this coffee colored vinyl, oh, yeah. oh forget it, I lost yeah. my mind. I lost my mind. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Every time I get a record, I want to see what color it's going to be. And again, it, or like the whole idea of just, it is still like beer. You want to look at it. You want right. you know, to inspect it. And it's, it's just so fun. So really quick, um, as we start to wind down, we have to talk about the future of 1010. Uh, what's going on? Anything on the horizon? Uh, oh, a lot of stuff. Good, um, good. Anything yeah. you could talk about? Sure. Yes, yeah, no, good, good, no good. No secrets. So. Good, I um, like that. It's, uh, I mean, things are going well, so now it's trying to figure out how we're going to uh, expand. So we've signed the lease on the space next door, so we have another almost 2,800 square feet. Holy cow. That will become strictly production. Uh, city won't allow any more seats, which is fine. This is comfy here. Yeah, no, so it is. It is. More, how many seats do you feel you have in here? Uh, there's 59. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. So nice, comfy tasting room. But so next door will be all more tanks, more beer produced. Um, because we just signed with the new startup distributor, uh, Sunshine State. Mm-hmm. So we're sending some beer out in the market. 
um, kegs only for now. Okay. But um, I love hearing that yeah. because I was going to ask that. Like, when so does that, that go out? That just started about a month ago. Okay, so um, I noticed they're here now. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, yeah. But uh, so we're uh, getting distribution started. Nice. Um, and the next door. And so lots of fun stuff. We have, uh, I mentioned the 15 barrel fermenter. We have mm-hmm. a 15 bar- barrel bright tank coming in Wednesday to accommodate that. Um, and then it's getting to work next door to clean that space up and start cutting floor drains in there. How long do you think it'll it'll pop open like for you to be able to get that um, working? I mean, we need to get to work quick because yeah. we're, <laughs> we're getting pretty cramped for space in here. Yeah, so. huh? Horace is uh, cramped in that corner cleaning kegs, and it's not getting any better. So uh, the sooner the better, for sure. I like that. And when when did you make your first bottle? When was your first like real bottle release? Um, we did that at our year anniversary. The one year, yeah. And, and then, that was the Barrel Age Weary Beast. Right. And then you had one over Christmas. The, uh, we, and we did Ebenezer. one for, I mean, 1010. Uh, we might as well have fun with that. So October 10th, we oh, released right. uh, another music themed beer but the harder they fall mm-hmm. it was uh so good a chocolate coconut imperial milk stout that thing was so good so uh we did did some bottles of that mm-hmm. and then for christmas we did ebenezer and it's, which is uh, amazing thank you thank yeah you. So i love that, that. Was, uh, it's a oak aged abbey ale with uh, coffee from lineage uh vanilla nutmeg and cinnamon so do you plan on doing cans or, or bottles we would love to just year yeah. round to be able to yeah, produce it, that out i would love to see you guys yeah. do that six really pack would. cans would be awesome that'd be awesome but it's uh you know, so much going on. It's like mm-hmm. these these tanks. We got to get them in place, right. and uh, our I've, our distributor keeps asking, and it's like yes, yes, yes. But you know, those training wheels I feel have come off. I feel like you've taken the training wheels off. You're 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 going, and I really honestly feel there's no stopping you guys, and I love that. I'm seeing a brewery that. I will stand behind because of the punk rockness, the 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 motivation, the taste, the Willy Wonka-age, like everything that you're doing. Yeah. You guys, I can't wait. I cannot wait for the future of it. And I hope to come back where we could maybe do another interview to see. Remember what we talked about in January, so where are we now? Right. Because you guys are doing everything right, and you're doing everything nothing that you're trying to pull magic you're just doing it you're doing it and you're doing it because you guys love it yeah, and i love that that's i mean that's the thing we're we're having so much fun yeah we love all the stuff we're doing it we're you know some of it we do because we know people will enjoy it but it it's for us i mean it's yeah. like a coffee pumpkin beer we don't want to brew a pump a, co- oh. a pumpkin beer so it's like we're some, gonna do this put some coffee yeah yeah, yeah and then I love it's it. a cool beer and it is <laughs> a great beer i mean i've never heard anybody go no, no, no. What's that? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. No, everybody's like, "Are you going over there?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, we're thinking maybe we'll be there for lunch." I'm like, "No, let me know." Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you know. So I'm, I'm extremely proud of you guys. Awesome. You, well, thank Patrick, you so much. We've, yeah, yeah. We've, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes you set out for this and you convince yourself, and you're like, "This is going to be awesome," and then it gets almost time, and you start getting nervous. Like, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, I we're, I we're trying it. hard, and it seems like everything's uh, going the right way. So so it's just now figure out how to make more. Yeah, I'll keep it up. <laughs> What's in front of us right here? What are we What um, are we about to taste? I don't know. This is Horace uh, just brought it, yeah, right? A Horace concoction, but he left us a note. So this is one that uh, <laughs> he's working on, calling it Second Window. It's a hazelnut coffee imperial stout. Well, there's the hazelnut. Oh. Well, cheers. So, wow, cheers. Here we go. 
All right, let's try it. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty like that. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so nice well, job, Horace. <laughs> thank you, Horace. Uh, Mike, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank yeah. you. And you guys know the address because uh, it's the name. It's the name. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll definitely talk soon. Awesome, man. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Bye. The 1010 episode of What Ails Ya was produced by Jeff Brennan. Your host and co-producer is Brian Quain. Our music is done by Sad Myth. Our design by Jillian Quain. Special thanks to Mike Wallace, Patrick McPherson, Horace Anderson, and Adam Tobias. For more information on What Ails Ya, you can find us on Facebook, What Ails Ya Podcast. Also on Instagram, find a search. Wait, Jeff, how do they search for us on Instagram? Well, there's, there's a bunch of underscores. But it's easiest if you just search What Ails Your Podcast. Give us a follow. Find out more. That's easy. All right, guys. How about some emails? Yeah. You know, that's actually another good point. We want your feedback. We want your questions. So you, audience member, send us an email. Give us your notes. Your tasting notes, if you will. Tasting notes at whatailsya.beer. That's an email address. No spaces. Tasting notes at whatailsya.beer. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We hope to hear from you. We'll see you next week.